It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. We did get some good stuff from Ryan Pohl specifically about questions regarding Caleb Williams and obviously the trade conversations that he plans to have. Let's start with Dan to get your reaction to some of the stuff because you were there in real time. I was listening um, to the feed as it happened. He was asked about the rumor or the reports that Caleb Williams might be reluctant to play in Chicago. This is what Ryan Pohl had to say to that. Do you have any concern at all that Caleb Williams or the team are not don't want to play in Chicago? No, no, no concerns about that at all. I, I would love to know why if that was the case. Like I said, I think um, as a young quarterback, and I've been around it, the infrastructure is important, and I think we've made really good progress in terms of having really good infrastructure for whoever were to come in or if Justin were to stay here as well. Did you read anything into that, Dan? Because obviously uh, there hasn't been anything concrete along those lines, so I understand the first part of the answer. The second part, talking about the infrastructure, it's improved, but certainly the Bears don't have a track record to brag about their infrastructure for quarterbacks. No doubt. So on the first part, you know, it's been floating speculation for a while now that Caleb Williams might have reservation about playing for the Bears. Nothing in my reporting has um, verified that or or given that any air or, or, or breath. That's not to say there isn't anything there. Ryan certainly batted it down. It's my understanding that the Bears expect to have an audience with Caleb Williams in these 18-minute league-allowed meetings here at the Combine, either on Tuesday night or at some time on Wednesday. I don't have the specifics for when that's going down, but that would certainly be a question that you'd probably want to uh, get out there on the table pretty quickly if you're Ryan and Matt after Caleb's decided whether he's going to throw darts or play putt-putt against some of the leaders of the Bears, then you got to say, oh, by the way, would you like to do this in our building for the next 10 to 12 years? And if not, what's the deal? And then you go on from there. Um, that's certainly part of it. And then as, as far as the infrastructure, when Ryan and Matt speak about that, I think right now at this point, they're talking – heavily about the roster that's built here and the ability to compete and the fact that this was a um, seven and ten team that finished the season strong and seemed to be you know arrow up at the end of the year and getting better on both sides of the ball and so they feel like you're going to be able to bring a quarterback into that mix with a heightened ability to compete you know, pretty quickly. And so I think they're very confident that the roster building they've done over the last two years has positioned them to be in a good spot here. And, and I, I agree with them wholeheartedly on that. Wrote a little bit about that in my combine preview on Monday. That's the sentiment around the league is that they're in a really good position now to uh, continue building on what they've already built. Two things I want to ask you about Caleb Williams related before we move on to the next comment from Ryan Poles. Number one, what kind of buzz or I guess whispers have been created, if any, about Caleb Williams not hiring an agent, and secondly, maybe related to that, because it does pertain to what kind of advice he's getting. Yeah. What exactly will he do in Indianapolis? So the latter question is tied to the the, the former question there, because without 
Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of people in the league having a firm understanding of who the point people are in what Caleb Williams' plans are. There's a little bit of, of confusion right now in league circles about who do we go to ask, you know, what is he going to do here? I heard some rumors this afternoon that he might not even come up to the podium on Friday to meet with the media as most prospects do here. I don't know if there's any credence to that, but that's the stuff that's floating around right now. And you don't have a direct person at this stage to, to be like, hey, wait a second. This is something I heard in the hallways here at Indianapolis. Can you set the record straight on this? That creates a little bit of gray where you don't always want gray. And so I think that's part of the the issue of not having an agent. Lamar Jackson has gone through this in Baltimore um, for a long time now. And you hear from um, people in Baltimore about how hard it is sometimes to get to the exactitudes of what you're trying to get to because you don't have that go-to person. That's something people are going to be looking into. I think this ties also into, David, a question that's been being asked in the league since you know November, where it's people, as we go through the character assessment of who Caleb Williams is, want to know who's in his ear and who's tugging on his arm. You know, And so who has influence on Caleb Williams and how involved are they going to be in this next leg of his football life? I'm sure you've heard Carl Williams' name mentioned a lot in the things that you've heard about Caleb Williams. He's a, a, a guy who's a unique character and, and he draws a lot of reactions from people in the league trying to figure out exactly what he's after and how he will be involved in Caleb's career going forward. That's stuff you got to feel out. And that is all part of this next six to seven week process of the character vetting process, which for him seems to be as important as any I've been around because everyone seems to be in universal agreement that the talent is the talent. And now it's like, can we, can we trust this guy to be the face and the voice and the heartbeat of our franchise for 10 years or more? I understand not throwing. I understand not doing some of the physical things because maybe all you can do is, is maybe uh, go down in the stature of some people. I don't think I would understand or support or, or really kind of why wouldn't you answer questions from the media? I think that would be not not a huge red flag, but it, it would be kind of a concern that you're dealing with the diva here. And that would support some of these unfair uh, and I think uh, until we know otherwise kind of unfounded uh, kind of knocks against Caleb Williams. Now, if he chooses at the NFL Combine not to answer questions from the from the collective media, I think that would be something that would re- require an explanation and a good one. Well, so I'm with you on this because if you're going to be the franchise quarterback for a organization like the Bears in a city as big as Chicago, you have to understand how to handle the stage. And that would be an instance, in my opinion, where you would be creating a story that didn't need to be created. Exactly whole goal in that role is to try to minimize sort of dust ups and 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 the, the, the clouds of dust that bubble up you, you're not supposed to create those you're supposed to help tamp those down um and so that's why it would be notable to me again we've got three days until we get there and we'll see if this yeah. was something that floated around the hallways and has no validity um but these are the types of things that, that are being talked about right and 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 that's what happens when you've got a um you know 
prospect like Caleb Williams with with the level of talent that he has and a lot of people trying to figure out what he's made of and not a lot of clarity to this point. And so you can understand why this gets complicated for Ryan Poles and his staff to try to get themselves on this train to get themselves answers. What's also complicated is how to handle the incumbent quarterback. Justin Fields, one of the more popular Bears players in recent memory, all the support from the locker room, his teammates, DJ Moore, again, on Monday in the NFL Network, voiced his support for Justin Fields and said they hopes the Bears draft uh, Marv, uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. I get all that, but I think that what it creates is just more awkwardness and, and difficulty for how Ryan Poles is going to have to deal with Justin Fields. He addressed that during his time with reporters, and this is what he had to say. If you decide to draft a quarterback, what is your motivation to trade Justin before free agency starts, knowing that there might be a premium on that? Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. You had conversations with him about where you guys are at right now in that process? Yeah, so I've always felt, and I told uh, told him this after uh, the season when we had our exit meetings, that you know transparency and communication is, is key in these moments. Um, and I told him we will do that. So I've been in contact with his team and, and kind of let him let them know like what we're looking at, um, how things might play out, um, and that we'll continue to communicate as we move forward. Again, I understand how uncomfortable that is for him. Um, but again, like I told him, and he understands, I think he said it the other day too, it's, it's part of this business. It is a unique situation. So, uh, But yeah, I'll continue that communication with, right. with them. So... Dan, I read into that that they're, they're trading Justin Fields. I, I wonder what you think about the value or the necessity. Does he need to be transparent with Justin Fields? Do you think that's a good move? I don't think it hurts. I mean, I think you're trying to be someone that can be viewed on as honest, you know, and, and, and genuine. And I think that does help your relationship with the people that are still in your building when others leave. Um, I think Ryan holds himself to a high standard in that regard. And I think that's valuable uh, to the buy-in that he gets from the people that work for him and the players that play for him. So I, you know, I, I'm a fan of that. I don't think they owe it to Justin. I just think it is a part of the approach that Ryan Poles has chosen. Uh, and I think it's a good one. I, you know, I will say this in regards to that clip we just played. Uh, I think we can safely assume that Ryan's Instagram message to Justin bounced back because he's no longer following the, the bears. <laughs> that may have been the case. And I do wonder what, I do wonder what those comments when they came, when he talked to Justin Fields, because on the heels of last week and you, know, you don't like to live in a gray area. I thought that was one of the more interesting things that he said. And you're trying to remove some of the limbo that is unavoidable. And last week, I think Justin Fields, uh, because of the Instagram flap, we learned that he's fed up with it. And I understand yeah. that he's probably on a beach somewhere. He might not even be aware of these comments, but I do think that, it's a case-by-case -case basis. I, I don't think that you have to be fully transparent almost with every player that you potentially are going to deal. I think that would you, you'd run the risk of, of uh, the the Yeah, this, this is unique. This yeah, is this unique. is a unique situation. Well put. It is. Yeah. And so, yeah, they'll navigate it. And, and again, there's a, there's a lot to all of this. There's there's just so many moving parts to everything that's going on here. And I, I, I'm still trying to wrap my brain around how Ryan is possibly wrapping his brain around all the things that need to be done here this week.